Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. While higher interest rates, slower growth, and softer labor market conditions will bring down inflation, they will also bring some pain to households and businesses. These are the unfortunate costs of reducing inflation. But a failure to restore price stability would mean far greater pain. That's Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell talking about the headline of the day, which is that there is going to be pain as we work through inflation to try to get things back on track. And inflation does seem to be the problem that just won't go away. Uh, But how the Fed deals with it uh, will not only determine the U.S. long-term fiscal health, It's also going to have a major impact, again, beyond the headline of just the pain of it all. But it will impact how Americans will be able to buy a car or a home or contribute to the economy. As was mentioned, Fed Chairman uh, Jerome Powell gave a major speech in Wyoming at Jackson Hole, uh, part of an annual event of how they're going to tackle the problem. And it looks like a little bit of blunt force instrument is the headline. Let's get beyond it. Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. We're really pleased to have joining us on the program Jeff Cox, who's the economics editor for CNBC.com. And a uh, great piece looking on uh, uh, Federal Chairman uh, Jerome Powell uh, as he looks at the Fed chair and that annual address from Jackson Hole, Wyoming. I always wonder why Jackson Hole, Wyoming. We'll, we'll save that for another day. Uh, but, Jeff, as, as you looked at that, of course, the, the headline everyone is focused on is the some pain component. And we'll obviously get to that. But from your unique perspective, what were some of the things that maybe we aren't talking about as it relates to either how he set this up or what he's really projecting going forward? Well, look, I think what the markets were looking for today was some sort of a softness in the tone from Powell. Um, I think, you know, the word that, had, you know, were those kind of Wall Street buzzwords that we'd all have been looking for was pivot. And they were looking for the Fed to pivot today to say, hey, we think we've done just about enough get inflation under control. Um, We might have to do another rate hike or two, but then we can probably take a pause here, sit back, see see what the effect of policy is having on inflation, and then gauge later on what we may need to do or may not need to do. They did not get that today. That is not the message that Chair Powell sent today. What, What the message that he sent was that we still have a lot of work to do, yet we're going to keep doing that work until we see real tangible tangible results say that inflation is coming down. Now, here's sort of the unspoken, the, the, the story beneath the story kind of thing. It's, it's my feeling that the Fed wants to keep up this tough talk. They want to keep talking tough on inflation in hopes that they may not have to act 
cuff on inflation. So they want the market to know that they have resolved. They want them to know that, you know, Powell has studied history, how what the Fed did back in the 70s. They were too timid in terms of really, you know, hiking rates and leaving them higher until inflation came down. He's very attuned to all that stuff. And he's, he's trying to send a message to the market that the Fed is committed to this. But I think deep down inside of him, he's hoping the Fed doesn't have to do as much as he is pledging that it will do. Uh, I think that's a fascinating uh, verbal component to all of this. The communication strategy is always as important as the policy strategy. And I do think that uh, I was kind of thinking that uh, down that path, Jeff, in terms of is this going to be a a tough talk and hopefully we can uh, actually execute a little softer version of it. Um, And so as you as you look at that, I think one of the things that the the market was looking for and a lot of people have been kind of comparing to going back to the 70s. Uh, you know, is this uh, going to be a repeat that, you know, things uh, get a little better and then they get really worse? Uh, or is there a way to avoid kind of that uh, snapback of uh, a little bit of relief followed by a lot more pain? Yeah, well, the big stake in the game here is that R word recession. Um, you know, there are those who were arguing that we're already there. Be you know, those two negative quarters of GDP. That's the definition of recession. Period. We're in a recession now. Most of the economists I know don't buy that argument. They they do think that this is a sort of anomalous. Some of the things that that made. GDP go uh, negative in those first two quarters, and that we aren't really in what we would traditionally consider the conditions of a recession. So um, that kind of gets into a lot of economic gobbledygook, and, and, you know, it's really an academic argument at this point. What's happening right now is that the economy is definitely slowing. We're we're seeing that um, in a number of areas, housing being the, the the big enchilada there where, you know, that, that the housing market is slowing down a lot, but overall conditions are slowing down a lot. Um, I think the Fed's still in, it heart, in its heart of hearts and Jerome Powell's heart of hearts is that he thinks that they can do what they need to do without really sending the economy into a major recession. But he wanted to, he wanted to tell people today that, you know, look, this isn't going to come with, with, without a cost. You know, there's there's too much inflation in the economy now, and we've got to do something. And the something might be, a, 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 you know, a, a sustained economic slowdown. Um, they're not going to use the recession word, but I think that they do understand that what they might do could cause at least a mild recession, and they're hoping to avoid anything worse than that. Right. Of course, looking for that uh, that soft landing. So let's look at the practical tacticals as it relates to, to what businesses are doing, what people are talking about around their kitchen table. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. I think as we get to September, uh, are we looking at another three-quarter point uh, kind of raise in interest there? And then what's, what is the impact uh, over the next you know 60 to 90 days, particularly with an election uh, coming up? How's that going to play out? Well, looking at the futures pricing this afternoon, um, that's kind of tilted more towards a three-quarter point rate hike. Um, I think that the Fed wants to avoid that, but they want the market to know that we're we're certainly um, that's on the table right now. That that three-quarter point hike. Um, if they have to keep doing this, there's virtually no way that they can. Uh, engineer a soft landing if they keep having to do three quarter point half points you know month you know meeting after meeting after meeting you know at at, at some point you know that's going to the, the the impacts of that are going to be um extremely serious um we did get a little break this summer gas prices came down um that has in turn helped generate lowered 
inflation expectations in some of the uh, surveys that we've seen of consumers and of markets. So that's a good thing. Um, central bankers like Powell really live and die by those uh, inflation expectations. I think he spoke about them at length today. Um, but um, that's not an unusual thing to see gas prices fall to the 4th of July. Yeah. Um, is that sustainable is going to be the big question. And gas prices feed so much into that inflation expectation because you're driving down the road. You're looking for the site and think, oh, my God, it's $4, $4, $4, $4, $4, $4, $4, $4, $4, $4, $4, $4, $4, $4, $4, $4, $4, $4, $4, $4, $4, $4, $4, $4, $4, $4, $4, $4, $4, $4, $4, $4, $4
get the kind of change they want without actually having to do the hard things uh, of keeping uh, continuing to raise those interest rates. We do expect a three-quarter point in September. We'll watch that. Uh, and the big thing will be, how does this impact the kitchen table? What's going on with small businesses? And, of course, all of that will then get compounded into the communication strategy for the midterm elections. We'll watch that as well. With Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America, but this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.